Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. My name is Elizabeth and I'm the host of this show and today I want to talk to you a bit about a retreat that I just hosted in Costa Rica. Um, it was truly a life-changing experience for myself and for everybody who participated and why should you care? Because there are lessons that were learned there that I know that sharing with you will help you as well. So I invite you to open your heart, open your mind, and I want to share something really life-changing with you. So first of all, an honest moment, I literally recorded an entire episode and my mic was on mute, so there was nothing incredibly infuriating. And I thought, oh, that's it. I can't do it until later. I got to get my head around this and I thought no I can do this this will work <laughs> I'll get this done somehow so here I am I just came back um, three three days ago Saturday uh, and this is one of those very rare times where I'm recording my show like literally the day before it airs and I did that on purpose uh, I was going to record it before I left on vacation and also for the retreat but I wanted to I just really wanted to come to you like still buzzing, still ready or raw rather from the retreat. And, and I really wanted to come to you and share what we did there. And I want you to, to learn what they learned or to tune into that feeling, that energy of doing better for ourselves. So here is what I want you to know. So first of all, it was a group of 13 women, 14, including myself, and they came from all walks of life all over North America. And they were, um, half of them, I'm going to say, have gone through divorce and met me through the separation club, which is probably where you know me from. And the other half were a combination of people I just had met or who came across it or heard about it. And also a couple of my very dear friends were there. So it was a real mix of women from all walks of life. And I really loved what one of the guests said um, at the end when she left me a beautiful testimonial and um, she was asked if this was she, what she expected. And I loved her answer because she said it was not at all what she expected and she was really happy that it wasn't because when she had originally booked it, she had thought that it was going to be about divorce. Now, you will notice if you go on my retreat page that I don't talk about divorce anywhere on that page. I talk about renewal, connection, um, retreating, rejoicing. I talk about things that we want to bring into our lives. Because I believe that you wouldn't travel all the way to Costa Rica on vacation or on for a retreat to sit and talk about your ex and cry. I'm pretty sure that's not what you want to do. And I can tell you right now, your ex is not invited. I told all of them that and we never talked about them at all. We talked about them. This was an opportunity for them to get to know themselves, to crack themselves open again, to let go of the armor, to let go of the pain, to allow themselves to step out of the limiting beliefs, the restrictions, the uh, all those things that we impose upon ourselves and society imposes upon us that holds us back all the shoulds and shouldn'ts and have tos and obligations. You know, you know, as well as I do that when you go on the vacation, like to Mexico or wherever you might choose to go, 
that, you know, you relax more, it feels really good, you laugh more, you know, all everything feels a little bit lighter and easier. The difference between a vacation like that and a retreat is that there is an agenda. There is a purpose. You are going you are going there to learn something as well. And what I teach in my all my retreats and especially in one that's a week long is the journey home. The journey home to you. It's an opportunity for you to get to know yourself again, to discover who you really are and who you've always been, but you've kind of lost touch with. It's an opportunity to turn the light back on, to, like I said, let go of that armor, to to step into the light, your light, and shine brightly on those that you love. And that was my task with these 13 women. And wow, did we ever do that? They came, like I said, with their armor up, their shields in place, their... Um, some worry and fear around what was I going to ask them to do. But we did it really gently. It was never about singling people out or asking them to do something that was uncomfortable. And what was so beautiful was that they came with an open mind and heart. And so when I presented them with the option of allowing themselves to explore themselves again and their feelings and their their desires, their wants, their bodies, their everything... Given the opportunity, they embraced it. They embraced it fully. They chose to step away from what they thought was real, what they thought was the only way they could live now. They chose to say, I can be happy despite what has happened in my world. I can choose to be happy. And they allowed themselves to feel it. And as soon as they allowed that in, it just took over. And I'm telling you by day two, every woman there had changed. Or maybe instead of changed, she changed back to being her. She changed back to that little seven-year-old girl who believed and knew that the entire world and everything in it was available to her. Because that's before circumstances and people told her that it's not. And she started to believe it. That's what happens later in life. People tell us we can't have things. It's too expensive. It's not available for you. It's unrealistic. What are you thinking? You have to do these 18 things first. And we let go of our dream a little bit at a time. But if you think back to when you were seven years old, you didn't think any of those things. In fact, everybody told you you could have and do whatever you wanted. You believed it and you wanted. You had dreams. And these women found that part of themselves again on day two. It started on day one and on day two, they cracked open. And for the rest of the retreat, they just took it all in and they started to step into the light. Now, I know that many of you who listen to this podcast are going through separation and divorce right now. You're in the thick of it. Things are hard, heavy, sad, You feel heartbroken, you feel scared, worried for your future, your financial future. There's lawyer's bills or maybe your ex has been abusive and controlling and still is. There could be so much. Maybe there was an affair. It doesn't matter. I know that there's a lot of pain and I know that it feels really hard to let go of something that you believed in and that you were fully committed to. I know there's grief when you 
realize that the future you had planned and dreamed about isn't happening. And all of that is normal. The problem begins when we decide to live in those difficult places and stay there instead of acknowledging and going through the grief and then moving forward. We tend to get stuck. And the analogy that I like to use is that you imagine yourself sitting in or walking into a room that you know you don't want to be in because it's gross. It stinks of old I don't know, smoke in the walls from cigarette smoke, or maybe people have spilled stuff on the floor. It's the carpet is disgusting. The couch is uncomfortable. The walls are gross. The curtains reek. The window doesn't open anymore. No fresh air comes in here. Yet you're sitting on that couch, bothered by all of these things, feeling all these icky feelings, but you don't leave the room. You stay there. For some reason, you think you just have to sit there, either solve the problem of the room or maybe you just don't deserve to walk out of it. Maybe you are just so afraid of what's on the other side of that door that the familiar, icky, gross, painful, hurtful is familiar. So you know how it works. You know how to be in that room, but you don't know how to be outside of that room. You don't know what's there for you and it feels scary. I get it, but I'm telling you, you got to step out of that room. You got to step out of that room and allow yourself to leave it behind. I want you to invite the possibility of it, that it could be easy. What if leaving the pain behind was easy? What if letting go of loving someone who isn't good for you anymore, who's hurting you, what if that felt easy? What if starting to heal is easy? Now, (laughs) I can hear you protesting and saying, but it isn't easy, Elizabeth. I'm in terrible pain. My heart's broken. I hear you. I get it. I've been there. Like I have been where you are. I know the pain. It's crushing. It's overwhelming. It hurts. But I also know that the day that I decided I didn't want to sit in that room on that couch anymore was the day I started to feel better. And it was instant. And you know what? It was easy. It wasn't like 100% right away. I just stepped out of the room. I stopped living in and sitting in the pain. I stopped making my day about how much I was hurting and started to look at what can I do to feel better? And then doing that every day. What can I do to feel better? And then doing that. The first practice I did was gratitude. But the only way I could feel grateful was to step out of the room. So I stepped out of the room. I looked around and I thought, okay, there are things here that I'm grateful for. My children, my health, my home, my friends, this beautiful world out there. I want to be part of that world and I want to feel good in it. I had taken my first step. So I would like to invite you now to take that first step with me. Shall we do this together? Just imagine you're still sitting on that couch. You're still in pain. And I know you are. I'm not invalidating it. I'm not saying that you just brush it off and it's gone. I'm just saying 
what if we can just make it a little bit lighter today? Would that be okay? Okay. So imagine that I walk into that room. I'm there with you now. I'm going to put my hand out. And all I want you to do is to take my hand, stand up from the couch, and let's just walk out the door together. We're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to step outside the door. And I'm just going to gently close it behind us. Not even all the way. Just kind of pull the door. And we're just going to stand outside the room. See? You're okay. <sighs> Big, fresh breath. There's no smell. There's no icky feeling. It's just new. And it didn't feel that hard. Take a look around. Just find one thing you can be grateful for. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know, the weather. If you live somewhere other than me. <laughs> Maybe it is a friend. Maybe it's this moment here with me. Whatever you're grateful for, just take a moment and feel that you're okay, that you're safe, that you're not sitting on the disgusting couch looking at those horrible stains on the carpet anymore, that you're standing in a fresh, beautiful place with fresh, clean, healthy, nourishing air coming into your body and nourishing you. How does that feel? Let's just stand here. You know, if that's all you do today is step out of that room, meaning stepping away from the pain, stepping away from talking about your ex, stepping away from allowing them to ruin your day, knowing that that's still out there, but it's not what your day has to be about all day. Maybe you have to go into that room every now and then and take care of some things, and then you just walk back out. And I'm going to be there with you. We're going to do this together. When I was in Costa Rica with all these women, that day, that second day, they stepped out of that room. And I believe every single one of them shut that door and sealed it. I don't think any of them will go back in that room again. They were leaving all different things behind. Some of them, their divorce and their exes, others, other things that they're dealing with in life that are difficult and heavy. But what they realized that day was that they can feel better and that they can control that and that they're allowed to feel better. There is no rule that says you have to be in pain all the time because your marriage ended. There's no rule that says that it takes a certain amount of time for you to start feeling better and happier. It might happen in drips and drabs and little pieces and that's okay, but isn't that better than not feeling it at all? That was the decision that I made. All those years ago when I went through this, I decided to walk out of that room. I decided that I needed to start feeling better. And the only way I was going to do that was to take big, cleansing, fresh breaths of air, meaning kind of grasping that life that's out there, all the things that are still moving forward and being part of that. I chose to move forward instead of sitting in that room. I really never looked back. Was every day easy? No, it wasn't. It still isn't. Sometimes shit happens, right? That's life. But once I've dealt with that, I step out of the room and I go, okay, how can I make this better? So I'm not saying to ignore your pain, but I'm saying acknowledge your pain and then ask yourself, how do I make this better? How do I step away from that 
and start to feel better? How do I heal myself? Why am I going back to the pain? Why do I keep going back into the room? Is it because it feels safer? Because I know it? Is it because I'm still looking for validation? Is it because I need to be right? That's your ego talking. It's okay if you want to feel those things. I get that too. We all go there as well. But here's the thing. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Do you want to be validated or do you want to be fulfilled, joyful, excited about life again? Sometimes we have to let go of being right. It doesn't matter. We can just say, I know in my heart that I did my best. I know that I fought for this as long as I could. But I can see that there's nothing more I can do here except relive the pain. So it's time to move forward. And I choose for it to be easy. Or if that feels like too much, maybe you can choose for it to not be so hard. So how do you do that? Well, you and I just stepped out of that room together. You're standing out here with me. You're not alone. You're never alone. There's an entire sisterhood who wants to help you. And that was the other huge takeaway from our time in Costa Rica together was the sisterhood. You know what happens when women gather and support each other? It is unbelievable. The ability to take giant leaps forward in your healing, in your growth, the the community effect, the safety you feel, the nourishing you feel, it is incredible. It is something that is an energy that you can't get in any other way. Now, of course, being in person like that, at a place like that, it just amplifies it in a big way. But we actually have other places where you can do that right now, like our membership, our Rising Free membership. We meet every week and this is what we do. We nourish each other, we hold each other and we lead each other out of the room. We stand out there so we're not alone. We stand there for each other and with each other. Some days, maybe I'm the one who needs everybody to hold me out there. And other days it's someone else and I'm doing the holding. And that's okay. That's the way it should be. And that's the way it can be for you. Don't feel you have to do this alone. And if you're right now listening to me thinking, oh, no, I don't like Alice, but I can't. I'm in too much pain. Let me walk you forward. Let me be there with you. Let me hold you. Let me hold the safe space for you so that you can experience that there is happiness in this world for you. It's available to you. And it is available to you now. So I don't know. You know, I we're not going back to Costa Rica for a year. So I'd love for you to come and join us. But there are many other ways that you can harness this beautiful energy that came with us home from Costa Rica. You can join us in the Rising Free membership, as I just said. I also run retreats here in my home. And the next one is in June. Um, but this isn't about like... Sign up for my programs. That's not what this is about. This is about you choosing you. This is about you saying, I need to stay out of that room. And I I don't know that I can do it alone. Because I just slip back into the pain. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm in pain. As soon as, you know, when I go to bed at night, I'm in pain. I can't sleep. Every time my ex sends me something, I get really sad. Every time my lawyer sends me something, I'm just crushed with fear. Like I know you're feeling those things. Don't feel you have to do it alone. Let us show you the way forward. 
Let us lead you out of that room. We can do it every single day if that's what you need. Every day. We'll walk you out and we'll show you the world. One of the ways that I stepped forward when I decided to walk out of that room was with with a gratitude practice. So I stepped out of the door and I looked around and I thought, there is there are things here for me to be grateful for. I don't have to make the whole world miserable or my whole world miserable because of what someone else did and is doing to me, right? Or is trying to do. I can choose to push that away. I can choose to say, I don't need that in my life anymore. I don't want that controlling, you know, betrayal, all that bad, negative, toxic behavior that I was getting from my ex. I don't need that in my life. I don't want that in my life. I can't change it. I can't stop it. I have no control over that. But what I can control is that I can choose to step away from it and not subject myself to it by communicating with him. I can choose to step out of the room. I can take a look around. I can take a big, beautiful breath of fresh air. And I can say to myself that I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm standing outside this room. I'm grateful that I'm not alone. You are not alone. If you can't find anything else to be grateful for, be grateful for that. Be grateful for this podcast. If you're still listening, you're enjoying it. Be grateful for something. And let us be there for you and walk you forward. When you start to focus on those things, I promise you, you will start to feel better. Even if it's just a little. Focus on that. Allow yourself to say to yourself, I feel a little better today. That actually feels kind of good. Instead of, but I'm so heartbroken. I know you are, but you're either focusing on the heartbreak or you're focusing on the little bit of light that we just turned on. Okay? So I think now would be a perfect time for me to share some of the key takeaways from the week, the retreat week in Costa Rica. You know, I said earlier how impactful it is when women gather, when you take yourself out of your environment and you come in with an open heart and an open mind. So let me just start there. That the first key takeaway, the first big thing that I saw was of huge benefit to the ladies who were at the retreat was the fact that they were out of their normal environment. And I do understand that not all of you are in a position to take yourself out of your environment for any number of reasons, whether it's financial or kids or anything like that. But even a small change, even half a day or a day somewhere or a weekend, um, it can be local. It doesn't have to be out of the country. Just something that takes you away from what you're doing every day, the constant reminders of all the things that make you feel lousy. So that was the first key takeaway was watching what happened when these women were in a different environment. The second one was being with different people. Now, I often talk about this inside my Rising Free membership, how important it is to surround yourself with people who are going to elevate you, nourish you, be a positive influence, meaning not that they're going to help you do positive things, but that just simply... They provide a positive environment, a positive energy. They're not dragging you down with all kinds of negative thinking. Instead, they're more optimistic, more positive. And again, you gather a bunch of women in Costa Rica at a retreat. It is bouncing with positive energy. It is all around us. 
It is just exuding from every single person there. And even from just the space. The space was beautiful and felt it felt safe and lovely. We felt like we were at home. We were well taken care of. We were fed beautiful, nourishing meals. All of those things just made it all feel really, really good. So take yourself out of your environment and put yourself in an environment that feels positive or that you're surrounded by positive people, a positive feeling. So those are the first two big takeaways that I got from that. The third thing is to have an open mind. And I've talked to you about that already today. It's to go into something like, for example, let's say you decide to to take a day. I'm going to take a retreat day for myself. I'm going to do what Elizabeth said, and I'm going to take myself out of my environment and surround myself or put myself in a place where I can have a positive experience or be around positive people. In order for that to work, you have to go in with an open heart and an open mind, meaning I'm doing this to feel better. I am doing this because I want to refocus. I want to step out of the pattern I'm in. I want to leave that room. So it's all about like kind of setting a bit of an intention for why you're going. Most of the women who who were kind enough to share a testimonial with me at the end of the week, when they were asked, was this what you expected? Every single one of them told me it was either not what they expected in a good way or that it far surpassed expectations. So here's the thing. When you make a decision to go and do something positive for yourself, to take yourself out of your environment and go do that, already you're on a positive path. So already your expectation is somewhat that you're going to feel better as a result of this. And then that's where I kind of want you to leave it. Try not to impose upon yourself huge expectations, just I'm going to leave my environment, I'm going to surround myself with positive people or a positive experience, and I know that that's going to make me feel better. Just leave it there. So that's the have an open heart and open mind to that. Four is to... It's kind of tied to two, but I want you to be specific or deliberate about who you surround yourself with and to ask for help, to reach out and to allow people who are offering you help and support and nourishment and guidance receive it. Sometimes it is being offered for free. Sometimes it's being offered at a cost. Sometimes it is an exchange. Sometimes it's just about being in the presence of someone. Whatever it is, don't brush it off. If something drifts into your awareness, like there's this event going on, that sounds kind of interesting. Why did it show up just now when you've decided to do something positive for yourself? I'm telling you, it is showing up for you right now because it's there for you to take that step forward and to use that particular resource or tool or person or service to help you do that. Don't think about what it costs. Don't think about how it showed up. Don't think about if it's right for you. Assume that it is simply because it showed up. So number four is about receiving help or asking for help and then receiving it. It is about accepting that you don't need to do this alone. In fact, it's better if you don't. And number five is to immerse yourself in the experience. Embrace everything that's coming your way, all the support, the help, the guidance, the uh, the ideas, the experience, what's happening around you, 
allow it to just kind of wash over you allow it to take you over you know one of the things that i've noticed sometimes when i start off with a new client and coaching her or when she comes into the membership is that it is actually really hard for her to accept good feelings it feels wrong to feel in any way happy or good now of course when i say that to you like that you're thinking well it's not wrong to feel happy but what happens is that we're miserable, we're, we're hurt, we're feeling worried, um, we're grieving, and then suddenly you feel really good. And it's like, what's going on? This must be wrong, right? Because you're supposed to feel like crap when you're going through this, aren't you? What if you're not? What if you're only supposed to feel that way some of the time, not all of the time? So I just want you to allow good feeling to wash over you and even if more difficult feelings wash over you later or suddenly arrive anyway, you can just say to yourself, that's okay. I can now see that it is possible to feel good. And if I can feel good for even five minutes or 10 minutes or an hour or a day, then eventually I know that I can feel good for two days, three days, three weeks, three months eventually I will feel good most of the time, right? So just allow for that possibility. You know, I often get pushback when I say things like this to my coaching clients. They'll say things like, but I can't, Elizabeth. I can't feel good. I'm just, it's not possible for me. I'm not like you. I'm not like anything or anyone. Like it's not, I'm not something, some unique human being who's capable of feeling good where no one else is. I chose to feel good. I chose to allow those feelings to come in. I chose to allow them to grow. At first, they were really kind of sparse, but they got bigger because I let them. I noticed them. I was grateful for them. I allowed them to come in. I enjoyed them when they were there, and I knew they would come back. And I said to myself, maybe this can be easier. Okay, so the final takeaway is to come to the retreat or to join the membership or to step into something that's going to work for you. I want to tell you a little bit about the retreat that's coming up. There are two retreats. Actually, there are three. <laughs> the first one that's coming up is in June and it's happening here at my home. Um, I live on a lake and it's a beautiful setting. And we have really deep, meaningful weekends here where we do dig into our pain and we learn to release it. We have a beautiful ritual on the Saturday evening of releasing and calling in new beginnings and calling in a new life. You will be given all the tools that you need to do that. You will be in a safe and supportive environment with your rising moon sisters who are all around you doing the same thing. I know that many people have different sets of problems and different circumstances, but ultimately we share something very common. We want to feel good. We want to feel happy. We want to love. We want to be loved. That's, that's common. That's uniform. That is something everybody wants. And that's what we work towards. We work towards feeling good about ourselves, feeling good about the life that we're living and finding ways to make it feel better. That we can do together no matter what has happened in our lives. So I invite you to come here in June and spend that weekend diving pretty deep and getting into some stuff letting go and calling in the new. So that is happening in June 16th to 17th here. 
The next retreat is in September, very similar. I'll talk more about it when that gets closer. But what I really want to bring your attention to today is the next Costa Rica retreat. It's happening in March, March 2nd to 9th, 2024. Why am I talking about that now? Because I fully expect it to sell out. Maybe it won't. Maybe you can wait until January and buy your ticket then. That's great if that's how it works out for you. But if you're thinking of it, and this is something that you think you might want to do, then I suggest you get on it right away. I will put all the information below. We're currently running an early bird. It'll run for another week or two, maybe even three, depending. Um, and then the prices will go up slightly. What I'm really trying to do here is to invite you into the knowing that there's a place where you can go and heal. There's a place where you can go and feel better. That place can be in your heart and it can be you taking yourself somewhere for the day. But that place can also be going to a retreat just for you, where you will be supported exactly the way you need it. Trust in the knowing that you will get what you need from some an experience like that. Trust that you will leave with the tools that you need to continue to move forward, to heal, to nurture your soul and your heart, and to live the life that you deserve, the one that you want. That's what I want for you. So I am looking forward to seeing you, meeting you, and working with you in one of these many places where we can be together. And you know what? If that place for you right now is this podcast, then I am so grateful that you're here and that I'm able to provide the support the way that I am. I'm wishing you a beautiful rest of the day or evening or whatever it is when you're listening to this. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. Have a beautiful day.